This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was rap, and our guest was Mibs. Please enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. This is the No Joe Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. Adam Lustig is pumping his fist in the air like he just doesn't care. I, except I do care. This is why I stopped after maybe one and a half sort of mediocre fist pumps. Much like the NFL players I on care. the sideline, Adam is putting his fist in the air because he cares. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yes. They're putting their hands in the air because they very explicitly care a lot. And I don't want to speak for uh, Adam, but I will speak for myself. I am on Team Neil. I am on Team Fist in the Air. Oh, very much so, obviously. I mean, without saying. It goes course. without saying, Please. but I want to be on record as saying I'm on that team. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, we have entire WNBA teams taking the knee. Entire yeah. teams, entire units now, which gets Love me super that. fired up. I'm that much more excited for the NBA season because yes. I'm hoping, I'm looking forward to seeing how the NBA players take the torch that the NFL players have lit yes. and how they pass it because yes. they're that much more recognizable. That's right. Um, in the studio today is one of our friends who is also one of our biggest sports fan friends and just Truly. overall just another brother yes. like us. Yes, yeah, kind of the best dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm on your team. <laughs> yes, very much on our team. We are all on the same team. This is uh, my first friend in Los Angeles. True. Michael Stevenson, a.k.a. Big Mibs, oh, a.k.a. Mibs. Mibs. Welcome uh, to the studio. What's yeah. going on, guys? Yeah, yeah, Billy yeah, and Adam. Yeah. What's up, I man? love you, too. Love you, yeah, too, man. Mike. Um, <laughs> he was one of your first. I remember. Quite like, literally. Yes. First friend that I didn't know from New York who I met in Los Angeles. That's right. Oh, I came no. to your house, actually, Adam, right after I met Mibs. That's, That's right. And you were like, I met this guy. You know Pac Div? And I was like, yeah. And you're right. like, well, I know them now. <laughs> I was so yeah. funny because it was one of those things where you have so much different information going on in your head. And right. sorry, Mibs, we're doing a lot of talking right now. But it was, uh, you were like, yeah, packed in. And I was like, oh my God, I have a couple of your albums on my iTunes. But like, I couldn't place everything because there was a lot going on. Yeah. And when you go to a new tough. city, especially like Los Angeles or New York, you think everyone's famous or an artist. So it's like, <laughs> right. wait, is it actually happening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we came back to your house and we started playing songs. We're like, holy shit, packed in. Yeah, we were That's, pretty psyched. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's dope to always revisit this stuff too. Like once you have a moment like that, when you see a guy like, Ain't you from? Hold up. Let yeah. me go start listening back. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Like, then you go back into, like, the archives of. Because the first album I downloaded from Pac Div was, uh, well, it said Pacific Division, yes. right? Yes. On the cover of the tape. Yes. And you did it in the correct order as well. Yes, I yes. think that's right. You did it in the correct order. And it's so funny how those things then come back to say, oh, the dudes and then I've since met your brother yeah. met B Young met the dudes mm -hmm. in the crew right. and it's like oh it's family now this yeah. is oh, so yeah. great exactly it's dope to so, like dope. cross over into a relationship from being like a fan of someone and admiring them as an artist and then like to just be uh, real friends with them in real life right. on earth that's is, how like, I felt sweet. about Stone Cold Steve Austin okay great exactly <laughs> so, so the immediate segue <laughs> alert <laughs> immediate segue alert why are you bringing up Stone Cold Steve Austin Mips? Uh I'm bringing up Stone Stone Cold Steve Austin because I recently got hired on a show that he's working. It's, it's in its fourth season. Okay. Well, we just finished wrapping it. It's okay. called the Broken Skull Challenge. Oh, the Broken Skull Challenge. I didn't know anything about this show because okay. it comes on CMT. But uh, you're not from... watching a lot of country music television. Yeah. Like? <laughs> <laughs> not me neither. Not yet. likely. <laughs> yeah, but. 
it's it's a great challenge show with uh you know in this new trend of like American Ninja Warrior yeah. right oh yeah and all this stuff it's like bunch of beef heads uh-huh. and a bunch of chicks that are buff like marine ex marines uh-huh. and uh, fitness trainers and nope. stuff like doing obstacles yep. and doing challenges like wrestling we each other love stuff watching like people do obstacles. Oh, we so love amazing. stuff like this yeah this yeah. is like, this, this is, is such new, a trend this right is now the new craze and we're into it yeah we are and into. it's just regular joes yeah. like joe smo yep. from uh albuquerque did you met steve austin Yes, I met Steve Austin. He's one of the coolest people. That is nice really to hear. so professional. So pro, so professional. That's nice. Like I mean, professional wrestler. I, I could tell that. Like you know, all that training that he got right. as a wrestler, it just spills over into every other aspect yeah. of your life. That like, wrestling is like you need to be twofold. You need to you not do. just be a great athlete. It's you need to be an insane even performer. more so. You, you have to be, to be an amazing even more performer. so better. A, uh, a better a character. showman, a character, yeah. absolutely. Then you do have to be an athlete, right? Because uh, I mean, he was explaining stuff like you know he got injured so many times oh, sure. doing it. Like oh. he's he's had fifteen surgeries just sure. on his upper body alone. Just I don't even want to know man. about the the lower Taking body. Taking that for granted, man. You yeah. know, it's so wild. Yeah, you know, if it's performance art, you're, you, we forget that they're breaking their collarbones like every yeah. other week for their art, yeah. right? For their art, and also he would be a dope rapper. If Would he? he was a rapper, why, why do you, do you say, say that? that? Yeah, because he's so quick, mm. quick witted, quick witted, so and he's cold. quick. Like when the camera's on, he's like running stuff off like and, fast. And that is such a quality, I think, of a good rapper is, or just good rap music is when you're always in rhythm. Mm. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. And I mean Period. that across all forms mm-hmm. of life, not just when the beat is dropping. Can you ride the beat? That's nice. But rather, are you rhythmic? Yeah, you know, like <laughs> as it, a as you a can human sense being. a exactly. Yeah. You can sense a party. It's seriously though. If you can see how a party is playing out and you yeah. can find your way yeah. in this party, you know, yeah. and suddenly, like, just keep it going. That's why, rhythmic. that's why, uh, not to cut you off, no, but no, I, no. that's why I like, um, I like Young Thug. Oh. Because he's, he's all rhythm. Yeah. Everything is, is rhythm. Quite literally flow, like, all rhythm. Like, right. all rhythm. Like, I mean, even though I can't understand half of the stuff <laughs> he's saying. It doesn't matter. 80% but it doesn't matter. It does yeah. not matter. It, 80 per- exactly. I'm at, that, yeah, I'm at that 80s. percentile. Right. <laughs> See, Young Thug, uh, all right, so <laughs> before we get into talking about rappers and all these kind of things, we briefly mentioned that Pactive is your rap crew. Yes. We should also mention that the day we're recording this today, it comes out next week, but today uh, you released your second solo album? Killer of Sheep. Killer of Mids Sheep. Killer yes. of Sheep. You put out Freebase last year. Yep. You put yeah. out Killer of Sheep today, yes. which everyone should download. And let's get the plug out immediately. Where can people find Killer of Sheep? People can find Killer of Sheep on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify. Right. Uh, and you can go to my Mibs OE SoundCloud. Where do you make the uh, most money? Uh, if people buy it on iTunes? Apple. Apple, Apple Music? Right. And anything Apple related. Anything and then Apple uh, Spotify re- does well, too. Oh, with the streaming. Yeah, with the streaming. With the streaming. Okay. But I feel like... Um, the 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 price point since the price point is higher on uh, Apple Music, right? You know, like you get to see more dividends quicker. Yeah, was right. it ten bucks for the record? Uh, Ish? Is uh, that what it is? I don't know how much it costs today. Oh, okay, <laughs> great. Like, it might so be all on the sale. more all great. the more exciting for you to go onto Apple Music right now and not only download it, yeah. but find out find out how much it yes. costs. How yes. exciting! Yes. Is that? <laughs> We're not going to uh, slap you over the head with over uh, overpricing this. Right. Album. Right, 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 right. It might be ten bucks. Yeah, but it might you, be ten thousand. You but tell you us. have been a rapper in the almost for like the same trajectory that Adam and I have been comedians, which is like from a from youth. 
Yes, this is just yes. something we were interested in. Yes. And as like kind of time came our way, yes. we it just started becoming we talk about yeah. hob- hobbies turning into jobbies. Yes. yes. You yes. know, where your hobby becoming your careers yes. almost by accident, but right. not by accident, but kind oh, of. Oh yeah. yeah. But I mean, I that mean, was kind of your story too, right? I mean, you and yeah. your brother would rap. Can you take us through the genesis of how somebody goes Please. from rapping in their bedroom to getting on stage? Yes. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, it, it gets to a point where like uh I feel like you have to be ready to fall on the knife. You mm. know what I mean? And how so? And that means like do shows with two people. Yeah, baby. Oh, right. And do Please. you have to do that? You have to. I, I don't know any performer, or you know what I mean, in any in any place that that hasn't done the oh, yeah. you know the Chitlin circuit or you <laughs> know what I mean, which is Where, great because we usually have comedians on the show, Mibs. So to hear an artist in another realm, music specifically, yeah. say that 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 holds true exact across same all journey. art yeah, forms. You need to fail <laughs> thousands of times. Yes, yes. In front of I mean, no it's one. it's really for you. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like that's it's really for you. You Very have to so. be able to be you know the person that that. That's how you know if you really love what you do. Right. If you if do you and still love it when you do it for no one? Exactly. Like, for no money. I mean, yeah, yeah, I've done no like <laughs> I could just go back in the past. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could just go back in the past and just think about shows even when the you know the buzz was a lot better than, you know, what I mean, uh-huh. from just the start. Well, yeah. And we I'm did shows in the East Coast and down south and there will be like I, I can count the people, you know, on on two hands. But like, you just got to do it. Right? Yeah, you just got to do it. But those are some of the shows that make you feel the greatest mm, because, totally. because it's so intimate. Yes, sir. And everybody's like, I listen to these dudes, and they're about 4,000 miles away from me. This yep. is a chance for me to see these like, people. These are a chance for me to see these I'm dudes. Going. I don't care Even how many people are in the crowd. Yep. And so you just put a show on it because you can see them light up. Right. Yep. And, and, and it's... You know that those are some of the best moments, and then when you start doing the thousands, right? You you, you already blocked it out because yeah. you knew that you rocked in front of like five people, right? right. So how did Pactive do it? How did Pactive do it? You, I mean, you three dudes. Yeah. Did you all meet in Palmdale, California? Yeah, yeah we are. Well, my brother and I, right, you know, obviously, you didn't meet <laughs> in the womb, met in the womb. Um, <laughs> be young. We met Be Young in high school uh, when he was a freshman when I was a sophomore. And this is in Palmdale? Yeah, this is in Palmdale at Highland High School. um, Basketball activities. Just all basketball. Basketball and basketball-related activities. And one mixtapes and everything. (laughs) I've heard you clown Palmdale except for the basketball program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've heard you on a steady stream of clowning Palmdale, California. It is not not Los Angeles. Like, you don't understand how mad I was at my parents for moving me out there. I get it. But looking back... It made me who I am right. as a person, so mm-hmm. I can never like really fully diss that place. Right, you right. Know? But you and your brother are creating uh, Pactive, just the two of you guys, yeah. or with B. Young? Well, how- I thought of the name before the crew was oh, together. Really? I thought of the name when I was 17, and so time went by, and you know, you know, dudes were using home recording studio yep. right. stuff. And uh, hit record and play at the same time it, on the tape exactly, deck. Exactly. And your voice Messing with uh, eight track uh, mixing. Oh, you're yeah, balling if yep, you could yep, do yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. One of my boys had that. We used to just go over his house on and, tape and, and get on his mom's nerves. Uh-huh. And, then, um, and then next thing you know, the crew grew to about seven or eight oh, dudes wow. all rapping. I mean. Cyphers at lunch. Yeah. Um, no, no, no direct plan. We just no. wanted to make a project and just put it out in Palmdale and walk around as, yeah. like, you know, at sell the college, tapes. sell yep. tapes around the college. But it never materialized that way. Yeah. So, 
you know, shaving, you know, shaving members, uh, guys, you know, guys got locked up. Some guys, you know, got girls pregnant and stuff yep, like yep, that. Yep. Some girls, some dudes went to the army. Yep, right. Dropping and, out for um, various reasons. We were like, screw that. Like, I mean, we're going to use this basketball connection that we have here and uh -huh. we're going to like start a crew. So we all decided to quit basketball. At the same time. <laughs> wow. wow. To focus yeah. on music. Yeah. To focus on music. But which was a, the coach. a tough decision, <laughs> which was a tough decision, but thinking about the, the odds in basketball, right. we were just like, Hey man, but that's a real sacrifice. Cause like for dudes from the suburbs to say like, I'm going to put my basketball career aside. It was for a easy second, for us to quit basketball. That was, that wasn't a big deal. You dudes. And I can say, cause I've seen you guys, Guys play basketball yeah, back in the day. When you, you were like throwing legit alley oops at one another <laughs> and legitimately dunking on real people at the yeah. age of fifteen and sixteen. This no, is, it's an actual sacrifice for you to stop playing basketball. Correct. For us, it's a gift to the basketball world to stop. <laughs> My oh. friends who stopped playing <laughs> basketball was you did was, people a favor. Exactly. <laughs> My friends stopped playing basketball because the coaches stopped wanting them on the teams. <laughs> right. You're not that good. The demand, shall we say, right. dried up for my basketball. <laughs> right. Shall we say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you actively said, no, we're going to double down on music. Right. And then um, we, 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 uh, we looked at each other and uh, we established, like, this is the three-man group. Yeah. And, like, we actually... You know, before everybody shaved off, we actually did a a, a ballot with with a hat. I no remember, kidding. With a fitted cap, I think, yeah, with right. a fitted cap, and everybody threw names in there. But hold up, when you if your name got pulled, what happened? You were in the crew. Yeah, I was, it was my name. Random? It was crazy. It was like That's not bragging or anything. Yeah. My name was my name was pulled out the most. Wait, and the then, most? Yeah, the so most. So hold up. How did this hat game work? There was multiple your names? Yeah, there were hat? there were seven guys. Okay. And we threw, we was like, we're shaving this down to three. Wow. That's cutthroat. Yeah, Jesus. I was like, because like, dude, there will never be another Wu-Tang. Okay, got it. So, uh, You're talking to two dudes who are in a nine-person sketch. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Right. But, <laughs> but there might be another NWA. But you guys are the Wu-Tang. Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Hannibal <laughs> Burris said that once. Mib said that once. Has to be true. Oh, there. man. It's been confirmed. Yeah. If Hannibal said that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so you were shaving it down to three. You had a Shaving it cap. down to three. Fitted cap. My name got pulled the most. My brother's name got pulled the second most. Because we, I mean, this is the chance, vision was dude. there. We had the vision, and we, I mean, like even if we, if if our names didn't get pulled, the you most, knew we were going to do it. That's you were like, <laughs> the election. Like, we were going to be ranked. like, screw yeah. you guys. That's yeah. comforting, Mike. Yeah. 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 This is no way to we form an organization. So. We were cheating, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. cheated. Oh, right. that's great. And um, and then Brian's name. That's B. Yeah, B. Young. Uh -huh. Yes. Wow. Brian's name. I don't even think this is crazy. I don't even think. People were thinking he could rap, huh? Which is funny to me because he's he has such a specific place yeah. in the group. He can rap for days. Yeah, he can he rap can. like dude. <laughs> he's Brian like can a rap circle. He we have uh talking about the new album yes. for the Pac Div album yes. that's yeah. going to come out. He has his verse on this song called uh, First Baptist." Mm. Man, it, I think he shits on like everything yeah like he oh my god line for line Good. is like the coldest one of the coldest <laughs> verses i've heard him on the blend like, tape is a uh, hit pause rewind listen to his verse again hit That's pause it. rewind jean paul Gaultier only wear golden gear since my golden years chicken say oh he's fierce who, nice. learned, who talks really like nice. that that's that's really genius nice. level wordplay thank you brian <laughs> right uh, yeah. yeah um all right word let's get into the first act break uh mibs like we said killer of sheep is coming out mm -hmm. Is there a specific song that you'd like to promote? I told you off air some of my favorite songs. Uh, my favorite song is um, 
I would say track number one, four mm. point play. It's uh, a good one. It's a banger. Because it's a sports reference, uh, that, but it's an analogy for life. I mean, what feels better than a four point play? Ask Larry Johnson. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> ask Larry Johnson. Throw it up. Nothing. <laughs> Not work. Uh, ask. Uh, Jamal Crawford. Exactly. Oh, like, as, who's made a career off four, of four points. Somehow four, only makes four-point plays. Right, right. Uh, like, if it's yeah. not a four-point play, <laughs> yeah. don't put me in the so game. So first it's LJ, then it's Jamal Crawford. Now it's Mibs. We're going to play four-point play. Come back with the second act of this, the No Joke Podcast. Track number one off your album, Mibs, Killer of Sheep. Yes, that yes. track is called Four Point Play, yep. which is a basketball reference. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's an awesome track. Thank you. For, <laughs> thank you for putting that thank into the world. Guys. This is a good thank reminder for us to tell everyone, if you're listening now and you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes yes. or Google Play if you're using an Android. Please. If you subscribe, 
every episode that we put out will be immediately delivered to you. So that is the ideal way yes. of working with us. Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, so, Mike, I'm super interested. So we're sort of charting the development of Pactive. So okay. you guys shave the members down from seven to three mm-hmm. um, with a daring rigged hat election. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so once that happens, so the three of you sort of coalesce. And then what? You have a producer or who's... Uh, oh, yes. And um, a producer friend of ours who, who was a rival in high school basketball. Oh, is that right? Yes, uh, Swift D was, um, I mean, he, he, he had like an ascension of dope beats. Cool. And, Which um, you had known previously while you were we, basketball we knew, rivals? We, we shared <laughs> an affliction for Jay Dilla, Jay D, yes, yes. Slum Village. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah. The, you had the, the same the taste. Catalog. Yeah, we yeah. had the same I love taste. how much you love Slum Village. I don't mean to get like, you off track. That's my favorite rap group Didn't they put time. out your favorite, one of your favorite albums ever and it was just instrumental? Yes. What was that album called? Uh, Shoot. I mean, you sent it to me. I can't remember it either now, but I remember listening to it and being like, oh, I didn't know Slum Village was like this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it? It was old. It was yeah, old. I got you yeah. off track for a yeah. second. But Slum Village, Dilla, these are the guys you were listening to when you were forming Pac. Yeah, f- man, we like we 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 had such a crazy affliction for Dilla that like we would try to like uh, if the Roots were in town, mm-hmm. we would try to go to all their yeah all their functions because we knew that Questlove and Dilla had like a close. That's cool. Oh, really? And then we got the attention of Questlove Ooh. before the. Uh, the uh, the blend tape drop mm, before yeah before the blend tape drop we just saw him in Amoeba and I just you know I'm, I'm bold as fuck so I yes. walked <laughs> up to him and I start especially about, at that age you were yeah. wild yeah. you were yeah. approaching yes. everybody at that age <laughs> yeah I was I was approaching people and like I would get I would get like you know really because I I knew I knew what kind of uh, things to talk about right you, Savvy. You like, you those charmer. keywords you, you gotta drop a couple keywords yeah, in there that you know right. and around that time you know. Dilla's success and Dilla's notoriety wasn't overblown. Right, right. Yeah, and he was like getting sick. And he, he was, was still he was, alive yeah, too. Yeah, he was still so, alive. Right. And um, and we didn't realize that he had been hanging with Dilla every day. Wow. So we we handed him the blend tape, uh, an advanced copy of the blend tape. Right. And he called us the, that night. Oh. Quest loved it. Quest love called us that night and left a like a four minute long voicemail. Right. Wow, talking man. about like I'm very impressed with your product. Yes, that album like, is wild. Yeah, it's it's crazy, it, it, man. Give me a second to just sell the blend tape real quick. <laughs> yeah, it's exquisite. This is another album that, like, I'm saying, like, this sounds like hyperbole. It's not. It's truly one of the best yeah. group rap albums I've ever heard. Excellent. And this is not bullshitting. I've texted Mike, I believe, and been like, this is up there for me personally with Enter the 36 Chambers, Ooh. with Legal Drug Money by oh Lost Boys, God. where oh it's like, God. these are like... I mean, so the, the nature of the blend tape is that they take a West Coast rap group, Pactive, takes nothing correct me if i'm wrong east coast beats exclusively yes right yes and these are east coast beats that are like you know they're kind of in the hall of fame like you shouldn't really unless you like are really going to go in you shouldn't be touching these beats pretty iconic they go in and again i'm not trying to speak hyperbole delicious harder than most of the people who originally rapped on the tracks thank you man where rappers put in 24 bar verses pactive would drop 72 48 and it's just like this verse is still going (laughs) so the blend tape is another like hyper 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 sell if you listen to the no joke podcast truly pacific division active the blend tape it's old and that's why it's, it's that much more excellent. special. But don't yeah. take our word for it. Questlove is a fan. Thank you. Yes, Questlove and Killer was a Mike fan. was a fan Killer too, right? Mike was a fan. I remember you telling um, me that story. Uh, uh, Young Dro was a fan. Huh. Uh, so many people heard that and was just like, "Man, this is how rap should be done." If yes. you're like, if you want to consider yourself an MC, right? Like, you have to have these qualities in your in your in your repertoire. Yeah, you know when. Uh, 
like I feel like a rap fan, the highest compliment they can give about like another rapper is if they say one word, bars. bars. And that yes. album has bars. Yes. Bars. Everyone drops so many bars. Yeah. If you ever are, I remember it's what a master's degree in rapping. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Pusha yeah. T and Jay Z put out an album this uh, a song this so, year. Oh yeah. Drug the, Dealers, the Dealers Anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. And everyone was so hyped because they're like, listen, this is just rap going back to rap. Yes. Yeah. Not yes. Big hooks. Yes. It's just gonna be two rappers rapping on the yes. beat. Yes. Well, that was one song. The Blend Tape has how it's many? The album of it's, that. It's twenty. I think twenty songs Ooh, of whoop. bars. Bars. Nothing Seriously. Yeah. Nothing. So naturally. Questlove and Killer Mike and these yeah. dudes who are kind of like maybe like one or two levels above you guys at that time. Oh yeah, are yeah. Uh, showing you love sh sh on site. That must have felt so really validating that was, for you. That, that, it was very validating, yeah. and it got us to the point where it's just like, okay, we need to take this act right on the road. Right. And so like, and that's you doing your own hustle, or yeah. is that outside forces now? Like a, it was a us tour doing manager our own hustle. Like the, the next idea was like, we gotta find a makeshift manager. Right. Right. We gotta find who's a, our best a, friend who has like the strongest right. Wi-Fi. Yeah. 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 Right. Strongest Wi-Fi. <laughs> Wi we gotta find a publicist. So yeah. our publicist was from North Carolina and and moved to LA. He had a he had a job working for some kind of firm, and he was just like, "Yo, I believe in you guys. Like, I'll put some money up to just get you wow on, on people's radar." And so, like, it was a good time. It was a really good time. And um, and you guys are young then too, like young and young, wide eyed. Like twenty twenty. Wow. No studio. No studio album has been put out. You've just no, put out the blend tape. Yeah, the blend tape, and that serviced us, and a couple of loose tracks after that serviced us for about three years and hmm. we got a deal based on that wow. off the blend tape we got a record deal based off the blend tape and right. the buzz that and surrounded it. songs right yeah. like right. that that's just i mean i mean no i don't think that happens you. today right right like that that doesn't happen today for sure like right you, i mean they they expect you to already have like millions but of it's views but it's wild that. now because the the whole thing is back in the day was you needed a deal the yeah. deal was the payday the record, right. you know, the that was your signing bonus yeah, whereas totally. now it seems like the kind of Goal is to ha just own yourself own independently, your, yeah, right? Exactly. Own everything kind of independent. Build and deliberately right not be tethered to a record label. Right. It seems to be the deliberately the right. sort of not. And I now. remember even around that time, uh, Reggie Bush, ooh, when he was with Kim K, uh, had us come down to San Diego and do a performance for Red Bull. It was Reggie Bush asked for us exclusively, right? Right. And right. Like, we got to meet him, and he was a fan, and he he's an LA icon. Too. Yeah, LA icon, icon this man. Is, this is like Post Heisman. Like, we were uh, fans of Reggie Bush. Uh, and greatest college is, player ever. Yeah. yeah. Him and Bo Jackson. At least the sexiest college player that we've seen in LA. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah like definitely. So sexy. Next to Marcus Allen. He was yes. actually the, yeah, more, the more sexy than Marcus <laughs> Allen. But Sorry, Marcus. He, he pulled us down there with 88 Keys, another... Wow. Guy, that's a wow, blowing fans. Yeah, up. sick. Like, so I had no idea Reggie Bush was a hip hop aficionado right. like this, and and he was with Kim K at the time, so we met both of them. Hello. Right, and it was just like this is one of the moments where it's just like, yo, we're on that radar. This man. is the pivot yes. point. Yes, those on little that radar. We talk about this in other episodes. Pivot <laughs> po pivot points pivot in your points. career, oh, where yeah. it's like you don't even expect it to come, and then right. suddenly this little opportunity like reminds you where you are now right. in the right. spectrum. It's like I'm it. actively right. turning a corner. Like right. I'm turning a corner. I'm in demand right now, and, you're, and your wheels need to keep rolling. Right. And, that's, yeah. and that's what happened. And um, so we 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 did that. Had the uh, got Motown's uh, got Motown's attention. Mm -hmm. Got Def Jam's attention. Cool. Uh, Warner Brothers. Uh, who was those? Capital. And then next thing you know, 
you know, we signed that deal, and then we dropped Church League Champions. Mm. After, yep. Yeah, and then Church League was it, it's still in my heart, like – you know, next to the blend tape is still like probably oh, yeah. first a studio 10 album. Out of 10. Yeah, yeah, first studio yeah. album too, first right? Studio Which album. is a lot of pressure. Yeah. Because now so suddenly, much. I mean, when you're doing the blend tape, at least all the beats are already there. Right. Ooh. You got. It's just like it's just you versus your brothers right. to right. just try and see who's gonna like score the most points right, this game. Right, you right, know? Yeah, right. <laughs> but now you're doing a studio album where there are. Annoying people, yeah. executives, right. white people who don't know anything about hip hop. Not just right, for right. you have, anymore, kind of. Yeah, yeah it's and, not and now for that, you anymore. Not completely. It's not yeah. about you, yeah. frankly, anymore. Perfect. You like, Perfect even though you perfect. are the rappers and this is your rap album, you're just a cog. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like, are you sure. going to deliver us the things that we can now market? Yes. yes. You know, and that is such a different way of yes. approaching art and music. Yes. yes, yes. And we've had to deal with that in some capacities, but I oh. imagine, like, it must have been a big deal to sign with a label, and then it must have been very stressful to work on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For for sure, for sure. It, that was a, a stressful thing. I remember, I remember, like, being, like, you know, doing promo runs and right. stuff like that, and, like, you know, couldn't like didn't understand my feelings enough. You know, mm-hmm. but I knew <laughs> right like that. I felt the pressure of right that whole thing because you know you got to quit your job. Okay, yeah, and you're you how gotta, old at the time? I'm twenty two, twenty three yeah. now. Like right. like and. You know, like sweet young fawns out into the world. It's exactly. like well, our, our personalities and our egos aren't fully formed right. and set. And then yet. everything We're... is coming at you at yeah. the same time. Yeah. So you got you got you got you know. Out, you're, you're drinking all the time, right. like like alcohols. Like you're going to, you know, you're doing all this, like you know, free partying. Now you know well, Reggie Bush. Well, that's why I want. Yeah, it's like <laughs> to me, so much of like being an entertainer is about like who you present yourself to as in the public, and then also who you are mm-hmm. as an right. actual person. Right. Like mm-hmm. when you're not in the public eye, how would you prefer to prefer to behave? Yeah. How do you? How did you in those years like separate? Like, did you find yourself leaning more into the character that the label wanted you to be, a, or was it all kind that's of? A, that's a good question. Uh, it was crazy. Is like I didn't know how to. Uh, like one thing is like I'm myself for sure. I was myself for sure. Right. right. But I didn't know, you know, what things mentally to do to become like a superstar. The next like, level, right? But I knew it was like personal decisions that you have to make. Right. And you have to like. I don't know what. Like, I still probably don't know what it right. would take to be. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, you have to have a real strong personality, right. I guess, if you want to continue to be just yourself. Right, right. right. You know what I mean? And, and especially and at 22. That's what yeah. I'm especially saying. Especially at 22. It's such yeah, a right. Yeah. Where you so could be so manipulated. Yeah. You could be like, so I have this theory, uh, me and my girl talk about it, that, like, uh, you, you stop developing... Once you, the moment you get famous is when you stop developing, and when you notice you get famous Uh is when you stop developing as a person. Yeah, Yeah. we say the same thing about trauma, which it's 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 basically the same exact thing. The The, trauma of getting famous. Seriously though, like that moment of like when you experience something so profound that it just stops all other development. (laughs) Yeah, because you like focus on this thing for a second. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I was reading some Bill Murray quote that he was saying, and it was like, once you become famous, you get like a year or two to figure out how not to be an asshole. And like, but after right. that, if you like, you don't figure it out in the first like year or two of being a famous uh. person, how not to be a dick, it's gonna last forever. Yeah. Uh. Then you're just an asshole now forever. If you don't like figure <laughs> it out in that like two years after you get famous, you're allowed two years of of assholedom. Uh. Yeah. Then after that, are. it might be permanent. Yeah. <laughs> it That's might actually true. stick. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that makes sense. God damn. But then Pactive starts blowing up. You sign to a label and you start putting out albums. And at that point, you're thinking, this is the rest of my life. Like, how does that go? Like, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I, I put all my eggs in that basket at right. that point. And then I was just like, yo, man, this is how it's going to be. Because, you know, even though there, there were rough times, they still weren't – they didn't outweigh the good times. Right. Sure. And the and the potential and the, like, you know, the tours you get thrust right. in. Like yeah. the You know, the checks you get from certain things. Like, right. Uh, and the, the relationships that you built. Like at that time, so you know, I just looked at it like you know, I mean, like this is my life. This is what else. This is this destiny. Is, yeah. This is like this. I've been is doing what it for ten years. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. And then you know, like I don't think I ever got a big head about it, but then I t- I relaxed in it, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that mm-hmm. you can't do in any in any situation, oh, any position. You relax in it. You're supposed agree, to agree, dude. Yeah, agree, dude. It's like it's so easy to settle in and just be like, "This is what we're doing now." Like we have our rhythms and routines. When you always gotta go harder. Yeah, you. It's so go easy to forget that and do things you've never done. Yes, yes. challenge that's, yourself. Yes, yes. All yes. Challenge yourself all the time. Challenge yes. yourself. Do the hard stuff. Like break habits. Yes. Yes. Break like habits. yes. Like uh, good piece of advice right there. Yeah. Uh, treat it like you not even there right like treated like you're not even there like uh be a student always and be you know learn and and it was cool it was cool like i mean great experiences dope you know i mean you get to see the country you guys were touring i mean yeah like dude made friends with people that i look up to yes like that that alone we we share adam and i share such a similar bell curve with you in terms of our career which is that we started groups when we were very young years into the groups they started taking off and taking us to places we really didn't expect after that we started to like also take interest in like who we are within the group who we want to become as individuals maybe a smaller collectives Mm -hmm. and now we're all in this kind of like next phase you you included mike Mm -hmm. where we're kind of now reflecting on you know, what we did before, how we can maybe like bring that back into our lives in mm. like a more organic path. Cause you mentioned the Pactive is probably having an album coming out soon. Yes. Harvard Sailing Team's been doing a lot more shows. Yep. yep. So I think that in the third act, maybe we talk about just that kind of relationship of leaving a group or kind of separating yourself from a group for a while, yeah. coming back and seeing what that feels like. That's nice. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's um, it's actually being a man one on one, like uh, <laughs> right. Seriously though, dealing it, with what's going on being, with you, being a man or ladies or being a woman one on one. Um, that's how I look at it. Like I'm doing this stuff with Pack Div. Like we've got albums, we got archives of stuff. Yeah. And, right. Um, we hadn't dropped since we haven't dropped an album since 2012 wow. as a group. Yep. And it's crazy that that much time has went by, but, you know, Everyone like... Everyone had some things to learn. Yeah, yeah. we had some things to learn. And then now it makes me appreciate Absolutely. them even more. Yeah, exactly. And, like, hopefully I'm a good example. And, there, and, and my brother, to me, is a good example of, like, you know, he didn't stop doing his thing. He, he transitioned into a producer. Right. Cool. Which was, I always thought he wanted yeah. to be more than a rapper. That's why you got to separate. And now you have to evolve. Yeah, you have to evolve. Yeah. And, and it's crazy. It's just like we bring more to the table yeah. right. this way. Yes. So let's talk about that in the third act. We'll swing to an ad real quick. Uh, we'll be back in about a minute and a half to wrap up this The No Joke podcast. Yeah, yeah. We here at the No Joke Podcast, and by that I mean Billy and I, uh, are sex positive. Duh. Duh, right? We might not talk about it a lot, but that's because we're so positively positive about sex. It's just implied that we're so sex positive that we support any one of our listeners having sex, thinking about sex, and especially acquiring toys to aid with the sex. Enter the advertiser. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time, if you enter the promo code NOJOKE at checkout, 
you will receive 50% off just about any item they have on the site. Now, you get the whole item. The price <laughs> yes. is 50% You get the off. full dildo, but you're paying half as much. Right. They're not going to send you just the bottom or top half. Just to clear that up. Yeah, yeah. 50% off the price, not the sex toy. But that's not all. That's right. When you select one item at 50% off, you will also receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. DVDs and a mystery gift. Nothing is sexier than mystery. And nothing is more modern than DVDs. <laughs> DVDs, exactly. So if you remember, you have to use the promo code NOJOKE at checkout, and the cherry on top is the shipping is free. Right. So they're going to mail you these porno movies. They're right. They're going to mail you these sex toys for nothing. This is adamandeve.com. When you get to the checkout, type in no joke. And remember, we sent you because we're sex positive dudes with a podcast. Okay, so this is the third and final act of today's episode of No Joke. We are here with Mibs, yeah, one of yeah, the yeah. best dudes alive. Right. He's got his album Killer of Sheep that dropped last weekend uh-huh. and has been out for a week. Right. Please go to iTunes or Spotify and go grab it. Right. Um, yes. We've been talking about your rap history with your rap group Pacific Division, and it was after how many years with Peck Div that you decided so that you felt the yen to kind of like splinter off into a solo type endeavor? Uh, It was... Six or seven years, seven yeah. years in, seven years in. Yep. I, that's when I when I decided to get with Scoop Deville and drop Free Base. Right, and then um, then the year following, 2014, I dropped the program with this with my boy uh, Woody's Produce. Like he's yes, he's pretty ill and. Um, yeah, I've been rocking, man. Yes. I've been doing solo stuff ever since then. You know, Snoop Dogg predicted this. Yeah, Snoop Dogg yeah. predicts. So there's yeah. a video online, <laughs> yeah. and I, I, maybe I'm doing yeah. a little too much plugging, but I'm not. <laughs> no, please, I'm not yeah. doing no, it a little. Pactive <laughs> went on Snoop Dogg's. Uh, like lo- interview show, what would you yeah. call it? I mean, like it's like uh, GGN, GGN, uh, right? GG. Oh so type legendary. in legendary, yeah. Legendary. So Mibs, uh, B Young, and Like are sitting next to Snoop Dogg, and everyone's smoking blunts, chilling out, pumping music. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. It's a good chill time. atmosphere. One of the and greatest th- times ever. Seriously, there's like laughs with them and Snoop Dogg where you could tell like these dudes are having like real fun. Like yeah. you could turn the yeah. cameras off; they're gonna still behave <laughs> this way. Oh my god, that interview actually what aired. Was way was of course I'm sure way more (laughs) like people like we had an audience in the studio right so people were like dude tears of laughter <laughs> there was real tears. laughs there were real laughs real happening. laughs so yeah, you could find you could find this on youtube but within all the laughs there was one moment of like kind of like profound mm-hmm. wisdom that snoop dogg was like listen as a group this is what's going to happen at some point you wow. guys are all going to like get to a sense of like figure out what i need to do next and one of you or two of you is going to go away for a little while and yeah. you're going to figure out what you're doing you're going to want to work on your own art differently differently and then you're going to come back and the team is now going to have all samurais because everyone went away and sharpened their and blade sharpened their swords comes back and now it's all new g's and he was so right to the yes. letter basically yes. basically yes. to the letter correct your brother I would, I would like producer to say now. snoop is con- he's like some kind of uh meeting him and knowing him being on tour with him he's like He's like a wizard, prophetic he's like Gandalf type right. person. Yeah. Like uh, he's he's in tune with energy and people and what he believes. Like he's he's spoken a lot of things into existence in his own life, huh. and I think that it bounces off on other people. I'm if sure. you pay attention, like that dude, that guy is like he a just wizard. has that life force. Yeah, him. he he does. He yeah. totally has it. Like being around him, like. I just felt like this dude knows exactly his own destiny and his own path, uh-huh. and he can and they bounce off on other people. Uh-huh. When he said that, 
it was crazy because I was already in that mode. I like, know you were. You were kind of like one foot into yeah, solo albums. Yeah, stuff. yeah. And, and he, I mean, really, he really. What I took from that was like he was just like, like man, be 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 way more self accountable mm. with your gifts. Mm -hmm. huh. That's all he pretty much was really saying. It was just like it may Honor happen. Them. It may Honor happen. Yeah, it may happen that one of y'all fucking blows it up for the rest of the crew. Right. And and dude. You know, that's still like, yeah, you know I mean, that's still a, rea a real thing. Like, totally. That's still a real thing happening. Like, um, there's a Mike Birbiglia movie based on it now, where it's right. like a, a sketch comedy really? group where like one or two people like really? gets invited to SNL, and now what? Does, how does the whole crew react yes. to it? Uh, and it's like it just seems like it's working within any sort of collective. Yes. Huh. This moment will arrive at some point oh, right? yeah. where people will need to go off and do bigger and better for that's a right. Yes, it is inspirational to me just to to. to to sort of like echo what Snoop is the essence of what he's kind of saying is so like yes honor the gift that you have and you're yep. doing yourself almost a disservice even in the context of an artistic collective right you're kind of doing yourself a little bit of a disservice if you don't at least explore the limits oh, of your own man. talents oh man yes oh man you're totally you, are, you have to honor that part of yourself yeah it, I feel like it's the responsible <laughs> thing to do yeah <laughs> to like, be artistically it responsible <laughs> and when the team or the collective that you're working with gets past the breakers of failure like we talked about those two person shows those right. eight person shows yeah. where you know that group isn't going to be doing eight person shows Right, right, right. At some point, you need to find new failure. Yeah, you, do. Just, you know, as silly as it sounds, Dude. it's like yes. they might sell out 400, like Pac-Div might sell out 2,000 seat theaters when they go out, but Mibs might need to do four person shows yes. for a while. And that's and good. To that, figure out why thing. I'm good that's again. That's a great yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> why am I good, good again? <laughs> why am I good again? Yeah. I mean, it was crazy because I've done the uh the solo shows where it was just like you know we did a little west coast run and it was only like seven people in a crowd yep. right but like it took me back <laughs> to that feeling <laughs> you of gotta like, prove it dude yeah. you gotta dude. prove it and i have like a whole new like stage moniker doing it right by, when i'm doing it like i'm wearing fucking face paint like right. this yeah. is coming yeah. on like yeah. going hard like, on stage i did a show at the low end theory with in full face paint mm -hmm. i bet people didn't even know that was mibs <laughs> right <back then. laughs> right and right. even know that it said Mibs from back then. <laughs> right, right. But it's like, dude, that's awesome. Like, that's a second layer yes. and a second uh, venture. And, you know, you don't know what will come of it. Right. Like, you're of just course. doing shit. Yeah. Like, and, and that's the spirit of an artist. Right. The first time I ever went to a Pac-Div show, uh, Mike invited me to a show and I rolled with them. Yeah. And opening for you guys that night was Tyler and Earl. Do you remember that's this? Cool. Do, you, do you remember this show? What show was it? It was uh, they were went by another name like cowboy hippie hippie black hippie hippie cowboy. Hippie. Oh wow! Am wow. I confusing things? This I know definitely that. So this was a show that Pactive did like maybe two years ago. Yeah, but I remember just thinking the reason why I bring this Captain up, Captain Murphy Captain was Murphy it? maybe yeah they were like wearing like masks and dresses yeah. and the place was going wild wild and I bring this up only because like you know this is these are two like currently like yeah, huge rappers sure you know Earl Sweatshirt and Tyler these Absolutely. are major dudes. And then Pac Div comes on stage after them, and the place goes bananas. So in my mind, Energy. like different, different, completely Energy. different vibe. <laughs> completely like more like a while out type of vibe, where yeah. everyone's like not moshing, but like spiritually moshing. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> like in moshing. my mind, that's the apex. Yeah, like yeah. in like in like it's the third that's scene right. of like Eight Mile or something, yeah. where it's like, uh oh, the crowd is like right, completely right. in. So yeah. for you and any other artist to actively say, this is so cool, but I still need to fail again, that's the, that's the takeaway yeah. for me. Honorable. Totally. Two totally. steps forward and one step back totally. just so that you can keep going forward again. Those steps totally, back man. feel bad but feel so good. Don't even feel bad. They just It's yeah. important to get that right. body armor. It, it is. It's like, do, 
body armor. You need that, per- it's that like artist you need body armor. armor. You need to be stressed out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're right. So. That's that good stress. <laughs> Give me that. something to write about, frankly. Right, right. It's like the before the game. Uh, yeah. Like right. this team I'm playing against is a powerhouse. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, you need to have that feeling. You need to feel. I feel like I, I call it the fear of God. Huh. It's real. Uh-huh. Like, it, it, it's, it's so real. Adam just did a show. Uh, this Ian Abramson show. Oh, yes. Where you put yourself in a uncomfortable yeah, position. Yeah, it was super. Our friend Ian Abramson hosts this comedy show where uh-huh. it's this the comedian is sequestered from the audience. So okay. the comedian is performing wow. to an empty theater where the audience is on the roof watching the comedian on a big video screen. Wow. The idea being that sort of like That's leaving the comedian sorry. out on an island and the comedian very deliberately doesn't know how the audience is reacting, wow. if they're laughing, <laughs> how they're laughing, what is <laughs> the hell is going That's on. That's a great idea. Actually. So it's like this really kind of surreal, out of body, almost like sensory deprivation experience. The show is called... It's called Seven Minutes in Purgatory. Oh! Uh, but, but it feel whether it's success or failure, it feels like failure. So that's yeah, what's important. Right. It and, feels and like failure. Need, yeah, and many of us, really. uh, most of us, know Adam as this like consummate performer. Will right. like he was a singing <laughs> telegram. Right. He's not afraid to fail. But le- days leading up to it, I would check in with him and he'd yeah. be like. This is like a pretty stressful, I'm like I'm pretty nervous. stressed about this performance. <laughs> yeah. And so it's that fear of God thing. Like yeah. you said, where when you, to me, I always check in with the drive home after you did that thing that you were so nervous about, whether it was like an audition or something yeah. where it's like, I don't want to be doing this as awful. That drive home, I feel like a king. <laughs> yeah, it's like rear view mirror, did <laughs> right. it? You didn't want to, but you stepped up. You did right. it good you, or bad. You, you stepped up. You stepped up. You stepped up. Yeah, and you it did. was... Like I said, it's more for you. Yes, right. Like the, As it the, should the, be. The zero, the zero right. is more for you. Yeah. Like to me, it. if I were to ask, uh, if I were to say to, and this is probably a better question for you, but if you're an aspiring rapper or an aspiring anything, I think it's uh, equally exciting and uh, you should be proud of yourself if you just record yourself rapping into a tape deck Truly. as much as like doing a live show. Because if you're capable of, just getting past that first hump of just saying, I'm going to hear myself rap for the first time. Right. It's almost the hardest thing. Dude. The, it's the hardest <laughs> thing. Yeah. It is. It is. And it that's is. the equivalent of getting on a big stage. That's the equivalent of taking any totally. sort of huge chance. Yep. It's just that first step. Yep. Yeah. And like whether you're a comedian, whether you're a rapper, whether you're any sort of artist or any sort of person, it's always the first step. Go but fail. Inertia will inevitably kick in and push yeah. you oh, along. Oh, totally. I mean, there, there are rappers and comedians that yeah. I can totally like – I could tell they went, they t- put themselves through that process. Right. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure mo- a lot of them have. Right. But like, like uh, there was an episode. Uh, do you watch that Jim Gaffigan show? Uh, the Jim Gaffigan. I show? haven't seen too much of it actually. He was in New York. He, I mean, he lives in New York on right. the show, and he did that. He went into like a bathroom, and there was a whole audience of people were in a loft. Oh, and he was. He went to a bathroom and was doing a comedy, huh. doing a comedy routine in the bathroom, and, and there was like one person in the bathroom. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. And he was like in Brooklyn, like it was some weird hipster some shit. Weird hip show. Yeah, but it was just like I was like, that's kind of crazy. It's like, real. He did it though. He he did it. And then um, <laughs> there's rappers it, that you can tell, like you know, what I mean, they're they're like, I mean, like an MF Doom mm-hmm. much say. I feel like he digs deep inside himself, and I don't think he cares if we. Like his shit, or I, I'm pretty and sure he doesn't shit care. Is fucking dope as it's the, hell. He's because he doesn't care. A rhythmic, it's so good. A rhythmic rap. Ooh, you know, it's yeah. like if you Nothing can syncopation. Yeah, if yeah. you right. can convince. There's been rumors about MF Doom that he that he just has other people wearing. Yeah, his he mask. does. Well, I mean, there's, he does. there's we just did a mystery. show with him like that. Yeah, there's was, mystery. He's Banksy. Right. He's Banksy. Is he actually? He is the Banksy of rap. He is the Banksy. Yeah, he's somehow like abstracted. Yeah. We only have a few minutes left, Mibs, but. 
in the in the assumption that there are a few aspiring rappers on the show, call them like 13, 15 years old or listening okay. to the show. Okay. What would you say yeah. just in general, like what kind of like uh, words of advice, because you've done it, would Truly. you say are just kind of the tenets of getting it started? Um, The tenets of getting it started is like, don't start unless you figure out who you are in it, mm. what you are in it. And I mean, it's so easy to be a copycat of somebody that mm-hmm. you admire, but is it that, real? Right. Is it if it's not real enough? Like you, you still need to dig inside. All of us have a little artist inside of us. What's like, your story, though? Yeah, don't try and rap story? about what Jay Z's rapping around. Exactly, right. exactly. It's like, what's your story? And find your inner and find a skill set. And I would just, I would just recommend that you listen to '90s rap <laughs> before <laughs> you decide you want to get on the mic uh-huh. because, like, That's '90s good. rap was that that era was just still is the best, still the best, <laughs> no question. Still, still that in that era is like you get you got everything, right? You got everything. I mean, Bone Thugs came out in the <laughs> '90s. Like, you hear a lot of people rapping with that Bone Thug flow yep. today. Oh yeah, sure. That came out in the '90s. Yeah, uh, uh, you hear the big uh, Biggie, Jay Z, Pac. Yeah. Uh, there was no Mount Rushmore. There was no top man. No, no. There wasn't even But it was a lot of talent. There wasn't even time. room yet to be like this is the top man cuz we were still right. figuring out what the whole it rap was, right. game it was. was. I mean, I was thinking still. about Camp Low the other day. Like uh. Get your bars up. That's all right. I'm telling these kids right now. Get your bars up. Know, know what dope is right. before you decide to like want to get in, get on the mic. Right, right. And know history. You know your history. Know history. what's dope. Know what's know dope, what dope before you is. jump in the pool. Know what yeah. it is. Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, Mibs, congrats on Killer of Sheep. Can't Truly. wait to hear Thank the next pack they've out. Let's, let's remind them one more time. Me. Killer of Sheep. You Killer can find it on Apple everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. Right. You can go to my website, mibsovereverything.com. Right. And get your get yourself a, like a copy, a special copy, and look at the cool videos and photos yep. that I got on the website. It, right. It's just redone. It looks nice. It looks it looks killer. If your Stop. neighbor is rapping along, just open your window and listen to yeah, that. Yeah, listen to the street, that. If you just... hear somebody slapping that on the street, <laughs> exactly. Ask <laughs> ask questions. <laughs> get involved. Knock on knock on the window and say, "Oh, you're down with Mibs." <laughs> no doubt. I, I did this. I did I this for me. But I did it for you too. <laughs> I did it for us. Right. I did it for us, sweetheart. Yeah. Right. Um, so download the album. We're very lucky. Today's episode was all about rap, one of our favorite subjects. Yes. Really? For the No Joke podcast, our guest today was Mibs, aka yeah. Mike Stevenson, aka Big Mibs. Thank you, Mike. For that, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam yes, Lustig. Yes. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Uh. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>